0: 74-hour break is over. In
1: Radio Division C, Entertainment Programming, Best Talk Show. In a paltry third place, Nate Shellman, KBOI. In second place, KCVI Traffic School, Victor Wilt, Lieutenant Marvin Crane. And in first place, KBOI, Casper and Chris. Mike Casper, Chris Walton, Nathaniel Stone. Back to the award-winning Casper and Chris
2: on News Talk KBOI. That's all nice. Except Mike Casper's not around. So that happened while I was gone, huh? Yeah, it okay. did. By I the way, be, I should be
3: gone more often. In fact, people have told me that.
2: <laughs> That's like a backhanded compliment. Uh, sort of, yeah. I'm Rick Worthington in for Mike Casper today, who is uh, vacationing. Uh, but we'll be back on Wednesday morning, so you've got that to look forward oh, to, and he... I apologize to the rest of you guys that are like, well, I'm out, I'll see <laughs> you
3: Wednesday. He only gets like three days then, huh? Yeah. Because he, he was off Friday,
2: right? Yeah, he was off Friday, and then he took the weekend, and then a couple of extra days the, on the uh, back end, so. All,
3: all the hate mail that I intercepted on Friday said Nate on it, so it was, I knew it was Yeah, something.
2: Was... Nate and I did the show together on Friday, and I, I said, we officially went off the rails at about 6.05, that was about <laughs> two minutes before we went to air, <laughs> Um, well done. It it, yeah. it, it, w- it wouldn't be the same without something like that. It was a fun show, though. I mean, yeah, Nate and I don't get the chance to interact, especially on the air, for a prolonged period of time. And yeah, we had a good time. We took calls. We, uh, you know, goofed around in the studio. I I threw paper at him a lot. At least and I was. Uh, at least I was gone
3: during a week when you know there were no. Uh, interesting national stories i mean nothing out of the ordinary happened you know it was, yeah. it was just so
2: quiet yeah oh well i guess we get into it uh so as you probably are aware former president donald trump had mar-a-lago uh a search warrant was uh issued and served at his home mm-hmm. and the fbi Took a number of uh, classified and top-secret documents, as it turns out, from the uh, former president's a- home. Apparently quite a large number, in fact. Now, I you have a better idea of what was actually there than I do, but I've been paying more attention to what has been the fallout, politically speaking, mm-hmm. on both sides. Now, it depends who you talk to and what your personal belief is in all this i know that there are many republicans that say anything that was it donald trump's home that uh he wasn't supposed to have absolutely had to have been planted there that is uh that is what donald trump is saying that is what many other republicans are saying and they are calling this a weaponization of the department of justice
3: oddly enough
2: oddly enough his lawyers are admitting that there was a lot of stuff there
3: Yes. But, you know, they're, they're saying all kinds of things. Like, at, at, at one point, they, they said that he declassified everything. That's what he said. However, apparently, it, it was like uh, in the office when, uh, what's the name of the guy? You know, Steve Carell, his sure. uh, character. Uh, when, he did, when he said he was going to declare bankruptcy, and then he went out in the middle of everybody and yelled, bankruptcy! <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you declare bankruptcy. And, and apparently, uh, he didn't go through the actual channels of declassifying stuff but he did mean to or say that he was going to. So, I mean, I think at least he should probably get credit for that.
2: I think you're probably right. Um, In any case, the political fallout goes like this. You've got lots of Republicans on one hand that are very much in support of the former president. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of. Donald Trump supporters that are out there, voters is what I'm saying, if Twitter, that are very much in support of boy, the former president as well. Boy, if Twitter can be believed,
3: though, and social media, uh, there are so many that are just leaping off the bandwagon. There are very I mean, many, even yes. if it's like going 60 miles an hour, they're leaping off.
2: Uh, yeah, the, there is some of that, in fact. Um, it's like, I'll be loyal to you until it's inconvenient to to do so. I I can't say how you should feel nor do i want to go down that road i don't want to tell you how you should feel and that's what you should worry about by the way when you're reading the news today any news article out there that says you should be infuriated is a biased news source if if anybody that says you should be infuriated at the president or at the department of justice doesn't matter who it is right it's telling you you need to be infuriated that is a biased news source that's coming from my perspective if, as the news director. If that is, in fact, your
3: opinion, I mean, you know, more power to you. On the other hand, if you're not infuriated, I, I can see that, too, you know.
2: Well, here's the problem. Um, as Fox News is reporting today, a bulletin from the Department of Homeland Security and the FBI was sent to law enforcement agencies warning of increased threats following the FBI's execution of the search warrant. Mm-hmm. That is going on. I. Uh, In the days since the warrant was executed, the FBI and uh, Homeland Security have been seeing an increase in violent threats against law enforcement, judiciary and government personnel, according to the story. That does include particular threats to place a so-called dirty bomb in front of the FBI headquarters. That's according to the Bulletin, by the way. Again, Fox News reporting on this. Mm -hmm. General calls for civil war and armed rebellion have also increased in recent days on social media. I thought you were saying there
3: was a general that was calling for civil war. No, there were general calls for civil war. General calls, that's right.
2: The Bulletin states that many of the threats include references... To the claim that the 2020 election was stolen, one, in addition to other perceived claims of government overreach, and this, of course, the very latest, Mm -hmm. they went into the president's house and they took what does appear to be many classified and top secret and above documents that were being stored at Mar-a-Lago. Whether or not they actually were declassified or not is way above my pay grade but i can tell <laughs> you this and i will reiterate this to everyone listening right now when someone tells you to be infuriated in the news they are biased and bias is the thing that makes my head spin every day it's the thing that i do the most <laughs> in my job is put up my bs detector and start sniffing around to see where i can find it and that is a catchword <laughs> that says This is a biased news story. Is that what that thing is? I thought you were just wearing glasses. uh, It's it's not the uh, coolest looking thing I I wear, but um, yeah, my BS detector is always up. And so I'm not going to tell you to be infuriated. I'm not going to tell you anything like that. I'll let you decide for yourself Mm -hmm. if you're upset about something, but I do think that An indictment is probably coming, and you can bank on this, if they, in fact, sent all those agents to the president's house and they say, we found these documents, and they are actually talking about the Espionage Act, (laughs) there's an indictment coming. There is an indictment coming. I thought it was
3: interesting. Rand Paul kind of went out on a limb and said that... uh, we should do away with the espionage act and i thought okay uh what were your what are your reasons for that uh, he just he thinks it's outdated and that it's not properly worded uh-huh. that, uh huh that there are too many things that can fall under uh, the name of espionage that don't qualify in his in his opinion
2: well that could be true i don't know if that's true or
3: not but... however coming out and saying something like that now with rand paul it's not that unusual because you know he's outspoken about things but There would be some senators, if they said that, that suddenly somebody would say, oh, so you're okay with, uh, uh, you know, espionage or whatever?
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: 615, we'll talk more about that. We'll open up the phone lines for you at 208-336-3700 on a Monday morning. But first, it's time for sports, and it's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli, where you always trust a big old fat sandwich. Two locations now, one in Meridian, the other in Boise. They'll open at 1030 this morning for your lunch pleasure. We'll start with NFL football today. My God, there was a lot of NFL football on over the weekend. Unfortunately, a lot of it was garbage. (laughs) And former Boise State Bronco quarterback Brett Rippon fighting to stay on the Denver Bronco depth chart right now. Chris, it appears he is the number three quarterback in Denver. We know yeah, Russell Wilson is number one. He's kind of used to that. And Brett did come in and play a little bit uh, as they had their game against, oh, let's see, it was the Cowboys this week. He was on KTIK talking with uh, Johnny and Mike over there about the mindset of being a backup quarterback. Oh, that's I played cool. four
5: years in high school and I played four years in college. And then, you know, you get to the NFL, I've had one start in four years now it's a completely different mindset. Um, to be honest with you, it's tough. It's, it's not as easy as people think it is because you're putting in all the work every single week. You know, you're trying to get yourself prepared. You're working really, really hard. I mean, you're working harder than you ever have before in your life. And then you go out and you don't play on Sunday. So it's, it's almost like when, when a, a mouse is chasing after some cheese in a, you know, in a spinning wheel, but it never gets the cheese. You just, (laughs)
2: Rippin by the way.
5: Didn't have a bad game.
2: 8 of 18 for 113 yards. No picks, no INTs. Mm. And the Broncos had a 17 to 7 win over the Cowboys over the weekend. KBOI News Time is 6:17.
0: Listen to KBOI online. Go to kboi.com and click the listen live button. Now, back
1: to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. The good news is Chris
2: Walton is back.
1: Well, I mean, it's good news for some, I'm
2: sure. But uh, the bad news is Worthington's still here. Hey, uh, that's good what news, I too. Doing here. I don't mind being the uh, the guy that gets the hate mail. Somebody's got to do it. You know, I'm a role player, my <laughs> God. You are not alone in that. <laughs> Anybody who gives an opinion publicly ends up getting hate mail. For that's That's true. That's true. I've had my share is all I'm saying. Uh, glad you're with us here today, though. And uh, news is on the way here for you at the bottom of the hour. I'll tell you about some of the things happening here. I know that we have been discussing a little bit about what's been happening in the news today. And I got to bring this one up because Iranian officials are saying that Salam Rushdie and his fans are to blame for the attack. And they are taking uh, no responsibility for the attack on the author that occurred on Friday. It's Salman
3: Salman Rushdie. Salman, thank right. you.
2: Uh, but uh,
3: so they're saying he brought that on himself by writing the satanic verses decades ago. Apparently, okay.
2: The Iranian government. This is according to ABC News. The Iranian government today has denied that its officials were responsible for the attack on Rushdie, saying the government hadn't previously heard of the man who allegedly stabbed the author Friday. I believe, um, I believe that it seemed like sort
3: of a one person thing to do.
2: Kind of did in the way that it, it occurred. Rushdie, who is an Indian British citizen, was stabbed last week during a lecture event in New York. Police identified the suspect as Haiti Matar, 24 year old man charged with attempted murder in the second degree and assault in the second degree. He pled not guilty to the charges in court on Saturday, according to the Associated Press. An attorney entered the plea on his behalf. And yes, the author did, he wrote the satanic verses. Is that how Mm -hmm. that works? He did. And he has in the past said some not very nice things about, I don't know, about Iran in particular. Maybe he did say about
3: Iran in particular. The satanic verses was highly critical of Islam. And, I see. The, and the followers I see. of Islam were a little, you know, torqued off by that back in the day. And uh, the, the Ayatollah Khomeini, not the Ayatollah Khomeini uh, from the hostage crisis years ago, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ayatollah, Ayatollah Khomeini uh, basically put out uh, a fatwa on him that said, you know, any, uh, any Muslim who meets uh, Salman Rushdie, it, it is your responsibility to kill him. And so he was in hiding for a long time. And uh, apparently still should have been.
2: Yeah, it appears so. But it appears he is on his way to recovery after having been stabbed several times.
3: Somewhat. Yeah, he was stabbed several times. He was stabbed in the neck and he's having uh, apparently he can't talk right
2: now. Well, he was on a ventilator, Mm -hmm. but has been removed from the ventilator as of today. So he can breathe on his own. Apparently he can. But he's going to lose an eye. I didn't know that. Yeah, because he got stabbed in the face. Ew. Well, that's unfortunate. I mean, I don't know what else to say about that. But in any case, that is also one of the stories that you heard about through the weekend. And there's your update. More news on the way for you. KBOI News time is 627.
1: Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are our news talk KBOI.
2: 634 on News Talk KBOI. Been spending some time reading uh, in terms of, you know, as many websites as I can go to and try and look at what the political impact of the uh, search of Mar-a-Lago is going to be now. I mm-hmm. uh, have heard some support for President Trump. Not as much as I thought I would hear. Not as much as I thought I would hear have spoken to some staunch conservatives and have not heard as much support for the former president as I thought I would hear.
3: It's like I said, I mean, I noticed the same thing on social media, that it seems like, uh, again, a larger number than I would have expected are actually jumping off the bandwagon, even
2: though the bandwagon, you know, is, is really not slowing down. Well, here's the interesting part. They're not jumping off the bandwagon because they don't like him. They're jumping off the bandwagon because they're just tired of the drama. Yeah, it could be. I mean, they, very, very simply, the person that I spoke to just said, I'm just tired of every week. It's something else. I think somebody else could put policies in place that are just as, as effective without causing so many headaches and causing so many people to be upset in the process. And that's one thing that, that, that
3: has happened. People are not, uh, like I said, they're jumping off the bandwagon. But, but again, as you said, not because they don't like Trump. However, they are starting to support people like Ron DeSantis, the, the governor of Florida, who may and, and probably will uh, end up running for president.
2: Looks like Liz Cheney's pretty much hosed in Wyoming, though. Yeah, I didn't expect her to. Nope i think that one's a done deal get her seat back again whether she will try to run for something else or not is going to be interesting or maybe she'll just be done in politics altogether she's had a nice run in wyoming (laughs) but that appears to be from a family that never is done well that's true you know the cheney cheney name has been long standing and Mm -hmm. you know we'll see there are some people that even have suggested that she might be a good nominee for president if the January 6th commission continues to keep rolling. Maybe yeah. that type of
3: exposure pushes her up. the. It would be funny if she won uh, a whole bunch of states, but
2: Wyoming wasn't one of them. <laughs> <Not right. laughs> KBOI news time is 636.
0: Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now
1: back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is
0: Casper and Chris live and
1: local
2: on News Talk KBOI. 642 on News Talk KBOI. Appreciate you listening today. Rick Worthington in for Mike Casper. Chris Walton is back from his uh, week-long vacation of mm-hmm. staying home and eating fast food, and then uh, a lot of other things. There's lots of uh, restaurant it food. It wasn't fast food. Not we, fast we were, food. Restaurants. Yeah, we were having uh, food Atta from boy. good restaurants. Out a boy, taking the sample around town.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Did you have a favorite? May I ask? I mean, uh, I don't know. If, am, am I allowed I, to
3: ask? Sure, you can.
2: This portion of the show is sponsored by. I always like uh, Tiki Teriyaki Burger time. We of went
3: course. there. Of course, It's not fast food. It is a drive-through, but that's right, 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 It's not fast food. And just you know, several other places. We uh, had some Dave and Buster's one night. They have uh, Debbie really likes hot dogs, and they have these little pretzel hot dogs. Uh, that are oh, they're only like half the like size a of regular bun? hot. Yeah, they're 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 an appetizer. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, but they're just you know really delicious.
2: Good, good. I. I did not do anything like that. I barbecued over the weekend. Mm -hmm. I only bring that up because we had some really beautiful (laughs) sunsets over the weekend. And, of course, the meteor shower was supposed to be going on. I didn't get to see it very much because cloud cover was so high. And then we had these storms that would blow through and just bring just very light rain real quick. But the, the thunder and lightning show overhead was pretty terrific. Of course, I was really concerned that we might see some fires over the weekend because of it, but it it really was very pretty. So I went out to barbecue, said, Well, all right, let me hurry up and get this done before this storm hits us. And then, uh, you know. Yeah. Didn't do much barbecuing. It was just kind of sitting and watching as uh, the other things it, it were not It
3: wasn't what you'd call a productive storm. No. In other words, I don't mind the storm if we get a lot of rain.
2: I don't like it when I wash the car and the storm blows all the dirt around and it, yeah. it makes me so I got to go wash the car again. Such is life. Uh, yeah. Especially when you're not going somewhere to have it done. You did it yourself. It's like, ah, crap. Now i got to do that all over again.
3: One day we're going to discover, you know, somebody's going to win the Nobel Prize in physics because they discovered that,
6: hey, it
2: turns out washing your car does make the wind blow. Wow. (laughs) KBY time is 645, and it is time for sports. It's brought to you by Fat Guy's Fresh Deli, where you can always trust a fat sandwich. There are two locations to serve you, one in Meridian, one in Boise, and they open at 1030 this morning. You ought to stop by or at least give them a call. I understand you can order... Over the phone, and then just stop by and pick up your stuff. It's that simple, and it's the best deli around. Take our word for it, and get over there and order today. Baseball yesterday: Cardinals versus Brewers. Let me play this audio again for you. Cardinals versus Brewers.
7: Here's Ashby's next pitch.
8: A swing and a long drive, left field. That ball is in Big Mac Land. <laughs> Albert Pujols cuts the lead in half. Career home run number six eighty eight.
2: Grandpa Pooh getting it done. Albert Pujols, uh, sorry, Albert Pujols getting it done. That was his first homer of the game. He had two.
8: The pitch on the way. Pujols swings and hits a drive deep left center field. It's long, long gone. A home run. Three run homer. Albert Pujols, sensational. <laughs> the two Cardinals.
2: Yeah, call on KMOX Albert Pujols who is in what we understand is going to be the last year of his Major League career. Mm -hmm. He did hit a homer uh, and that was his second of the game. Cards went on to beat the Brewers 6-3. A walk off. Giants and Pirates coming down to the last batter of the game.
9: Crow throws. Estrada
8: drives one. Deep left center field on its way. It is gone. He did
6: it. (laughs) A walk-off home run. Tyro Estrada wins it for the Giants.
2: Call on KNBR. Giants beat the Pi- Pirates. I almost said the Padres. Giants beat the Pirates eight to seven. Boy, the Padres have got a problem. After Fernando Tatis tested positive for mm, yeah. performance enhancers, and he's out for the rest of the year and the postseason, eighty games in all. There was nearly a perfect game yesterday. For the Rays. And the first pitch of this ninth is grounded fair. Right down the third baseline. Behind the dive of the third yeah. baseman Diaz, And into the corner. Over to go get it
3: is Peralta and into second base. With a double is Jorge Mateos. He breaks up the perfect game on the first pitch of the ninth inning. It did I get a I, nice I, standing. O, though. I, I get the feeling those uh, fans wanted to see a perfect game. Well, wouldn't
2: you? Yeah. Uh, Drew Rasmussen, the pitcher for the Rays, that lost the possible perfect game in the ninth inning. Uh, Tampa Bay went on to beat the Orioles 4-1, uh, so he didn't even get the shutout as it turned off. Dang it! A heck of an effort anyway for Rasmussen. Uh, it was a good day for baseball. Not so good for the Mariners. They didn't play, didn't lose, but they didn't play. KBY Newstime, 647.
0: Your Google Play, simply say, Hey Google, play 670 KBOI.
2: Now back to Mike
1: Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News
2: Talk KBOI. News on the way at the top of the hour here for you, but before we get there, we usually give you the damn Mm -hmm. near impossible question. You can work on it. I I will do that.
3: It's going to be very quick. In Brooklyn, New York, it's illegal to let your dog sleep in what part of your home? And of course, this is all brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, a local company with a global network for all your real estate needs. Call 208-888-4128. Don't call now. We're going to
1: ask you this question at about 820 this morning. To the award-winning in Radio Division C Entertainment Programming Best Talk Show. And in first place, KBOI, Casper and Chris. Mike Casper, Chris Walton, Nathaniel Stone.
2: Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Mike Casper is out today and tomorrow. He'll be back on Wednesday. So I'm Rick Worthington filling in alongside Chris Walton, who is back from his vacation. Mm-hmm. I was occupying that chair in the studio last week. I'm not even, I am not don't even have jet lag. Now, you stayed home. It was a staycation yeah. for you guys? Yeah, we vacationed entirely in Boise. Nothing wrong with that. It's what a lot of people do, after all. Uh, We are, of course, taking your calls today, 208-336-3700, 1-800-529-KBOI, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. And we are talking today about what has been the big story over the last week, what happened at Mar-a-Lago, the documents that were seized, and whether you are enraged or whether you are jumping off a bandwagon today, there's a little bit of both. There is some rage out there, of course. I would say not as much as there might have been on Thursday of last week before we heard what the documents or of the documents that were taken Mm -hmm. and exactly how many. I think how many is one of the alarming things, but also the level of secrecy in the documents that uh, were
3: seized. Yeah. Well, according to those who seized them, the FBI, there were some of them that were very, very highly top secret. Like, okay, you, you saw the first uh, uh, Tom Cruise Mission Impossible movie yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. And in that movie, they were trying to get the knock list, which was a list of uh, all Undercover of the, agents all oh, over yeah, the world, right? undercover agents uh, of the United States all over the world, you know, where they are, what their aliases are, things like that. And uh, apparently, according to the FBI... There was something like that that was among the files, and uh, uh, it, it listed like all the CIA agents or something. Of that. that's nature. the kind
2: of thing maybe you wouldn't want out there.
3: But again, you know, this is just hearsay from from uh, people who say they got it from an FBI agent. So
2: who knows? Well, it has uh, it's triggered a political earthquake. The aftershocks are still shaken. You have. Many loyal Trump supporters in the House, in the Senate that are not happy with Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, and are still asking him to tell them more or give more information about the raid or give more information about the documents. And I'm I'm at the point where I, I wonder, well, how much can you really tell about documents that You believed are classified that the president former president that is says now are not classified can Uh you still share that information and what that information entails apparently
3: when you declassify something even if you are the president of the united states when you declassify something you have to go through certain procedures in order to do it and you can't just take them and say they were declassified which apparently is what happened now uh trump has said that he uh intended to get these things declassified Mm -hmm. uh, the the normal way, but that he had somebody else do it, and whoever it was didn't follow through, something like that. But at any rate, the the actual declassification of them technically never happened.
2: Uh, I, I don't know what the answer to that is. The president has also said, the former president, I should say, excuse me, Donald Trump has said that the documents that they asked for, they could have come and taken any time. They could have had them. All they had to do was ask.
3: And again, they claim that they asked for them several times and never got them back, never received them. Well, there
2: was a subpoena that they issued, and there is a date for that. You can trace that. That did happen. If you believe the FBI such <laughs> things. I mean, that, that's that's what's crazy about this. Who do you this. trust? Who do you that, trust? That, that's really it. Who do you believe? Mm-hmm. Do you believe the process that the FBI and its agents and the attorney general, do you believe them? Because there's a little checks on on all those guys. You know, they got one guy checking another, one guy checking another. Mm -hmm. Or do you believe what Donald Trump is telling you right now? Which is anything that was there that wasn't supposed to be there had to have been planted Number two, any documents that were there were declassified. And again, it's a witch hunt. It's a sham. It is all a big, same group of guys that were out to get him before are still out to get him. So just a political move. That, that's what he's saying. Yeah. And some people buy that, others do not. And I think our question to you has to be. Who do you believe? Are you still on the Trump bandwagon? Do you still want to see him as a presidential candidate? And if the answer is yes, cool. I'm going to be fine with that. It's not for me to tell you whether you should or shouldn't be. It's not my job here. My job is just to simply ask you the question and then back it up. Give me some reason. And if you're not on the bandwagon, I would imagine there are some out there. Spoke to some over the weekend. Mm -hmm. They're like, yeah, I'm just done. There are other Republican candidates that don't have the drama attached to them. And I would just rather see one of those people run for office. I just want to know where you stand and again, the number to call, 208-336-3700.
3: Corey writes in and says, why isn't Hillary in prison? Uh, my guess would be because she didn't take any documents home. Oh, she she actually wasn't ever the president. She did live in the White House for eight years, but apparently didn't take any documents home. But I think he's talking about uh, erasing emails and stuff like that. Well, and I, I think he asks a fair question. I mean, I, I don't know. They had something like 40 different hearings in in the house of representatives and uh for whatever reason never charged her with anything. I mean the house can't charge her with something but you can I, certainly
2: turn it over to the police I or get, the FBI. I get it. I get the frustration that's involved. If you're going to go after one political candidate, why don't you go after yeah. the other from the other party? You should you should do both equally. That is the the balance that we talk about the mm-hmm. scales of justice they are blind it doesn't matter mm-hmm. who it is and and this is how this is how i perceive it okay no one is above the law donald trump should not be above the law hillary clinton damn sure should not be above the law i'm with you but i can't go back To the Hillary Clinton case. I can't do that and neither can you. So let's push forward. Let's, let's not live in the rearview mirror. I know that that's, you know, it's a popular thing to do Mm -hmm. sometimes, but let's just look at what's happening today. Donald Trump, is he above the law? Or do you think maybe this is just politics? Somebody's going after him, and it's all about politics. Well, it's up to you. 208-336-3700. Love to hear from you. It's 7.15, and it's time for sports. And it's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli in Meridian and in Boise. The best darn deli anywhere, but it is the best one in Idaho for all intents and purposes. I tell you what, if you go to fatguysfreshdeli.com, Take a look at the menu and just envision that this is going to be a big sandwich to the point where I may not be able to eat it all. <laughs> Pair it with some soup or a salad. You're good to go. That guy's fresh deli. All right. In sports. Well, we are certainly getting ready for football season. Uh, as you know, Boise State has a pretty good kicker. Dalmus is really good, by the way. He was good last year and... We think he's going to be one of the better ones in college football. He talked a little bit about, you know, you're going into your camp now. Are you better this year? How much stronger is that leg?
5: During fall camp, it gets pretty tired. Every day we're kicking, and so you just like the recovery is the biggest thing, but um, I'm comfortable anywhere. Any, any opportunity that they'll give me, um, my, my mindset's the same. I'm going to go out there and execute the kick.
3: How much better are you as a kicker this year than you were last,
5: this time last year? Um. I think it's just confidence thing. I think I, when I'm always given the opportunity, my confidence level is always there just because I have my guys that trust me to go out and make that kick. Um, and so that's why I say anywhere is because my, my, my players, my coaching staff, they, they have the trust in me to go out and execute the kick and do my job. So that just builds the confidence for me to go out and get it done.
2: Well, Dalmas has been getting it done, and that's one of the big things. You know, I, I got to tell you, when you know you've got a guy who's automatic... You put him in range; he's automatic. That's pretty good. That helps you as a football team. No, we're not coming away empty. Boise State football, September third. Mm-hmm. Oregon State on your home of the Broncos. News Talk KBOI. KBOI News time is seven seventeen. Time for the
1: morning market report,
0: powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed
1: about your money before the market opens.
0: Sponsored by Tree City Advisors.
2: On News Talk KBOI. Boise. 7.23 on News Talk KBOI. Rick Worthington here with Chris Walton. And Jeremiah Bates is also back from his little hiatus from last week. You didn't have a very long vacation though, my man. No. no, We need to talk about, you know, putting these (laughs)
9: things together in longer stretches. And I, I'm i not chalking that one up as a uh, vacation <laughs> to any of my work colleagues that are there. It, well, was, it, was, a, all it was a work stuff. trip. It was productive. One of those things that you have to do around compliance stuff in our firm. So right. it was good. I got you. Hey, uh, futures are
2: down this morning a little bit on Wall Street. What are you seeing?
9: Yeah, I mean, after a strong rally last week, which I don't think was to anyone's surprise when we saw inflation come in a little less hot than was anticipated. You have the Dow Jones, S&P 500, NASDAQ, really all all up close to 3%. The fourth positive week in a row for the S&P 500. So now kind of the question is, Okay, we knew that Wall Street and investors really priced in this bad, um, this the concerns and uncertainty, and then inflation came in a little less, so it was a little bit of optimism. But now the question is, can it be sustained? But if you're looking at the world's second largest economy, China, there's some disappointing economic data that was released overnight, and I don't think... Anyone was expecting good economic data when you factor in the, the the COVID lockdowns, but it just came in worse than anticipated and weighing down on sentiment, at least early this morning. So you saw a decline across the board on everything. Retail sales were down. Industrial output was down. Um, you have China's central bank unexpectedly cutting interest rates to really try to turn around and try to spur some economic growth, but it's really given an indication of how their, their administration is looking at their economy. They're trying to get some type of juice in it. But what's really interesting is, uh, the real estate, the real estate sector in China. It's such an outsized component of China's economy. It's estimated about 30% of GDP, and you're seeing that sector deteriorate as well. So what we're really seeing this morning with futures down is just the concerns with the economic data out of China. Um you know the one bright side that they have is they're seeing their exports remain relatively strong which means that all their factory output and resources are going overseas instead of being consumed at home so it's another sign of just weak demand weak demand within China's economy but looking forward to this week you're going to see a slew of earnings from your big retail um big retail uh, companies here uh, in the United States you got Home Depot Walmart Target so it's going to be interesting to see what the what the really lay of the land looks like for these companies and how their consumers are buying their goods. It uh,
3: there's a song called Slow Boat to China and uh, I'm thinking there should be a song called Slow Growth in China. <laughs> uh,
9: yeah, <laughs> boom boom. Um good night it, everybody. But it, but it, we'll take it, the dad it, jokes where we can get a man. Come on. But it, it's it's true <laughs> because when you're looking at the economic juggernaut like the uh, in China and you know, not to mention all the all the concerns around Taiwan and, and that, that cage getting rattled a little bit. I mean, it's just it's continuous bad news out of there. And when you're looking at the second largest economy, if we're starting to see recessionary pressures or just or contract contraction and no growth or actually moving backwards, yeah, you're going to feel those those uh, those waves lap across our shores and across the world. And we're just seeing it this morning a bit.
2: All right, Jeremiah, we're going to talk to you again coming up here at eight thirty. I want to see some green numbers from the market before we get there. you got some work to
9: do. I'll do my best. Rick, you're usually the good luck charm when when I come on with you. It's like we're
2: seeing green across the board, so we got to turn the tide here. Down 181 right now. Yikes. All right. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you soon. KBOI News time is 727. The Great
0: One, Mark Levin, tonight at seven.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk
2: KBOI. 741 on News Talk KBOI. Rick Worthington in for Mike Casper today. I'll be here for him again tomorrow. And you'll be tired of me before the day is out. So <laughs> fortunately I only have to be here these two days and then you know Mike will be back to do his thing. But I'm glad you're hanging out. Chris Walton over there. I'm glad Mm -hmm. you're hanging out, too. Uh, We have been talking a little bit about the former president of the United States and the raid in Mar-a-Lago and trying to gauge you on this a little bit out there, Boise. Number to call, 208-336-3700, 1-800-529-KBOI. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. And Tom is on the line. Hi, Tom. Thanks for calling us on KBOI.
6: Thank you for letting me talk. Someone probably has covered this already, but if they have, you can cut me off and I will be okay. I'm married. I understand how that works. (laughs) Um, uh, Rush Limbaugh, before he passed away, made an interesting comment. He said when Trump was elected, a couple of things happened. One is the Democrats hated him because he beat Hillary. And number two, the Republicans hated him because for the first time in many, many years, he actually did what he said he was going to do, which the Republicans had not done. So his comment was that not only would they figure out a way to defeat him in the next election, but then they would do everything in their power to destroy him to make sure that nobody in the future of Trump's caliber or statute would ever consider running for president of the United States. Now, as far as these uh, documents that they found, I don't know I don't think anybody knows those people at the Department of Justice or the Do, you know, the or the FBI actually know where those those papers were found and who put them there, but I have to agree with Rick as he stated last week knowing who Trump is, there's a high probability he has never packed a box in his entire life yeah. nor moved one. So it would be interesting to see who in the White House signed off on those papers to be moved anywhere and you know, to track this down. So I think the situation is uh, more than likely they did, in fact, find some papers that probably should not have been there. You know, there's some information going on. Yeah. The question comes back is if they can track it down to see who was the person who approved the movement of those papers from the White House to... Um, you know, down to to Florida, and we have to remember that this is the same organization that told Hillary it's okay for her to erase a server, and that's okay.
4: Yeah,
3: you. All good points, Do man. you, all do, good you pain, do you assume Tom? that it was somebody else's order that got the documents down there?
6: Uh, I I would. I, I don't know. I have no clue because I'm not anywhere familiar with that press process. But I have to assume that there was someone either in trump's entourage or someone related to the white house who was responsible to make sure that all the papers that were in the white house were boxed and moved appropriately uh i i cannot see in my mind you know trump ever packing a box much less picking one up and moving it yeah he he didn't pack that box no way. Yeah, he's yeah, kind so of in a some, position where
3: he doesn't have to do his own manual labor. That's that is true,
6: yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's been that way all his life. And, this, and the second thing is it would be interesting if, in fact, they look at fingerprints on those documents about whose fingerprints were actually on them. And that, I don't know if they're going to check that out or whatever, but what I'm saying is that there's just a lot of things going on, and to me there's a lot of question marks because basically the – the old school or the swamp as he refers to it in washington are going to do everything they can to destroy him and they have had problems with everything they brought up that he's been able to either overcome or shoot him down so i it's going to be interesting that this may have been one of their last you know shots because i think uh as one of the uh tacos said a few you know a couple days ago if he runs and if he's elected there's a good chance that a lot of people who are currently serving in positions in dc will be out of work
2: yeah, i think you're probably yeah, right hey tom i gotta let you right. run here because we're tight on time go, go but sure. sure appreciate sure. your call today and uh, we'll take your calls as well 208-336-3700 as we're just getting the conversation started so we've got a lot of ground to run on this it is seven forty six, and it is time for sports right now and it it's brought to you by fat guys fresh deli number one place to go if you're looking for a deli sandwich for lunch. Soup? Sandwich? Salad? Open it at 10.30 this morning. If you're going to make some lunch plans, do yourself a favor, stop by Bat Guy's Fresh Deli say, hey, I heard Worthington talking about you guys. (laughs) And they'll look at you and they'll say, who? But then, you know, you'll look at the number 33 on the menu and say, that guy! That guy told me to come by and have a sandwich! You won't be disappointed. (laughs) Uh... Well, let's talk a little more about uh former Bronco quarterback Brett Rippon. He's fighting to stay on that Denver Bronco depth chart. You know, he came in as a number three guy or a number four guy originally fighting to move up the depth chart and did so. Now, Russell Wilson is there and we all know who is going to be the starting quarterback in Denver, but Brett Rippon still trying to maintain that number two or number three status on the depth chart talks about. Preparation—that it's it's hard even when you don't get a chance to play.
5: So you know, for me, that's been something I've kind of had to navigate through and and learn how to uh, handle it mentally because it it can be uh, draining throughout a year. And um, you know, for me, I've 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 uh, done a lot of work to uh, you know make sure that I'm ready each week, but at the same time, I'm feeling refreshed and not burnt out when I'm not getting um, you know game reps. And that's something that, you know, like I said, I never really had to deal with. Uh, fortunately, um, in high school and college, I was very, very fortunate to play as much as I did. But, um, you know, it's a whole different ballgame now.
2: 1-0 and o is a starter, by the way, Brett Rippin. You remember that game where he started against the New York Jets? I do. I mean, it was the Jets. So we... Nobody's, you know... Doing somersaults hey, over that win. A, but a win, a win's a win. A
3: win is a win in the NFL. Yeah, anybody can beat you at any time.
2: He did play in their preseason game against the Cowboys. Eight of eighteen for one hundred and thirteen yards. No picks, no touchdowns, but it was a 17-7 win over the Cowboys. By the way, he was the number two quarterback going into the game. KBY News time is seven forty-eight. Be a part of the show at 336-3700
1: or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper
2: and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 753. we will get news coming up here at the top of the hour. We've got a damn near impossible question we've got here a little bit later. I don't remember what we're giving away, though. You don't? We've got a couple of things to give away today, we don't we? We have fifty.
3: Dollar gift certificate to brunch at on the lake in McCall. In McCall, mm-hmm. that sounds awesome. So you, you, you might uh, you might want to go for the uh, the the prize only if you either go to McCall yourself or know somebody who goes to McCall. Because if you yeah. don't, you may not be able to use it. I'm just saying a good excuse to go to McCall. I think so
2: too, and I don't mind that whatsoever. I've got to go to oh. McCall. I've got. This I got this breakfast. I got to have absolutely. I understand that uh, Anne Hesch has died. Mm -hmm. There were some questions. I know that we had, we had heard reports on Friday about the accident that she was involved in. And then subsequently that she had died. And then it turned out that she wasn't actually dead, but she was brain dead. And at some point over the weekend, family decided to remove her from life support. And as I understand it, they were able to find a donor. She was a, an organ donor, so there were a number of organs that they were able to donate mm-hmm. and that she has died at the age of 53. Yeah,
3: it, besides organs, I mean, I think uh, she she uh, basically had left her body to science. So they had to, uh, you know, the team had to come in and prepare it as they do.
2: Well, it's, uh, you know, I it's hard to say it's a huge sacrifice, but knowing that you know, she was a donor. I think it's something everybody should do. Mm-hmm. You can help somebody else in the process. Losing your life certainly is not good. We would all agree on that. I think we would, yeah. But in the process of passing, handing something to somebody else, whether it's a, you know, a kidney, yeah, it's a liver, your heart. There are so many different things. Eyes, you know, eyes are a big thing now. Mm-hmm. And my son was a uh, organ donor. And was able to donate. I don't remember exactly what it was in the eye that they needed, but it helped somebody else. Cornea. See. Probably. I think you're right. I think it was a cornea. I couldn't think of the name, but I think you're right. So, yeah, I'm saying that that's pretty cool. But we're sorry to pass on the news that Ann Hesch uh, has officially passed. She was in an, she was a soap opera star at one point. Was she? I didn't know that. I saw that some, well, I was reading about it. First the time I ever
3: heard about her was when she was in a relationship with Ellen DeGeneres. Right. And then she uh, she and Ellen split, and then she, from then on, just had relationships with men. So I think that was a
2: sort of a one-shot deal for her. I gotcha. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't ever pay much attention to that. But I never really saw any of her films until she was in the film with Harrison Ford. I was like, well, I'll watch Harrison Ford. Oh, the six, six Days, Seven Nights? Yeah. Yeah, that one. That was moderately funny. It was okay. It wasn't <laughs> either of their best films, I don't David think. David Schwimmer was in that, too. Oh, that's right. I'd forgotten that. Yeah. KBOI News Time, 757. The night at 10, it's
1: Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI.
2: Less than a minute before the top of the hour, so news is on the way for you. National news first. Local news right after. You want the question one more time? I do want the question. I was just about to ask for it. uh,
3: Casper and Chris damn near impossible question. The number to call, not right now, but in about 20 minutes, is uh, 208-336-3700. It's brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. uh, Opening doors to the world for all your real estate needs, call 208-888-4128. And uh, you will win a $50 gift certificate for brunch out on the lake in McCall. In Brooklyn, New York, it's illegal to let your dog sleep where in your home?
1: Back to the award-winning... In Radio Division C, Entertainment Programming, Best Talk Show. And in first place, KBOI, Casper and Chris. Mike Casper, Chris Walton, Nathaniel Stone. Casper and Chris on News
2: Talk KBOI. Nate Shellman also was number three by the way he, he likes to he likes to wear it like a badge of honor now you won a, a first place award as well didn't i did you? i won best newscast well done but i'm proud of the newsroom because we swept the whole category yeah second and third place debbie was second by the way i know i heard that ron was number three she she tells me everything <laughs> she does <laughs> uh so yeah it, it's nice winning awards i don't uh I don't, uh, I don't put it in the front of my news though, that, Hey, number one award winning journalist, Rick Worthington, uh, uh. but that's just me. You know, if you said it without the air, uh, it would probably, it would <laughs> that's, probably that's the only out. way it gets yeah. attention. <laughs> uh, eight Oh eight guys. Glad you're with me again. Yeah. Rick Worthington in for my Casper today and tomorrow, and then he'll be back on Wednesday just on a little, uh, extended weekend for him. Um, uh, the FBI, I'm, I'm reading from CNN uh, on the story about the search of former President Donald Trump's home triggering a legal and political earthquake whose aftershocks are only widening with some key questions that will shape the nation's future. And, I mean, there there's still some things that are clouded in mystery here. Republicans right now in Washington are putting the full court press on the attorney general to give them more information, either about why he allowed the search to take place. I'm talking about the search of Mar-a-Lago, of course. Mm -hmm. They want more information about why did that really need to take place? Or they're looking for more information about the documents that were taken from his home. And I understand that. I think Republicans need to Get on board with something. I, get on board is the wrong word for it. Prepare is what I'm trying to say. Republicans, Trump supporters, talking to you for a second. Just give me a minute. You need to prepare yourself for the fact that an indictment is coming. There is no way on God's green earth that the head of the FBI and the Attorney General would have allowed agents to go into that home, get those documents that they knew were there, and they knew they were there, otherwise they wouldn't have gone in the first place. They never, ever would have put their necks on the line if they didn't think we're going to get the documents and then we're going to have to follow up with an indictment. Because now that you've got these top secret whatever they are, you can't say it's nothing. Because if you say it's nothing, then you shouldn't have gone in the first place.
3: So nobody's ever going to report. Well, I'm, we've gone through everything, and I'm happy to say we were
2: wrong. They knew what they were going after. They knew it was there. And if it wasn't a big deal, they wouldn't have gone. Terry. Now, that's what they're saying happened. Mm-hmm. That it was a big deal, and that's why they went. But now that they've got it. There's no way they would have let any of that play out if they weren't going to see it through to begin with. Gotcha. An indictment is coming, and you better be ready for it because it's happening. Mark my words. Something you, you said earlier
3: about them not going back and, and uh, re, uh, re-examining the uh, Hillary Clinton problems. Uh, Terry wrote in and says, Not go back. Horse hockey. Same swamp that did nothing about her is the same swamp that has been after Trump, and you guys know it, will not believe anything they come up with. Trump is a threat, and Biden and company will do anything and everything to get him. Now, is it the same swamp, or did he not drain the swamp?
2: He didn't drain so the swamp. It, it, could no. be a, it could be a different swamp. No, I don't think he drained the swamp. Uh, look, I understand Why Republicans are so bitter and upset and distrustful of government over just that type of situation. I get it. You have reason. Absolutely. I'm not saying you don't.
3: Jim writes in and says Trump is not one of the boys, so they are going to do anything they can to get rid of him. In my opinion, Trump has a boss king mentality. He will do what he wants and thinks that's his right. I like his policies, Republican, but not his tactics. He sure did stir up the swamp and make it stink, kind of shows it for what it is. Well, so I, he, yeah. he may
2: not have drained it, but he, he stirred it up. Then. He did stir it up, no question about that. Look, the, the question that you're going to have to ask yourself at some point, has Donald Trump done anything wrong here? And if he has, shouldn't he be held accountable for it as in all things? Now, if you say, no, I don't think he did anything wrong Mm -hmm. because he never does anything wrong. I think you're being naive. That's just me. If you think that Donald Trump has never done anything wrong, including here, I think you're being naive. I think he did do something wrong. I think the documents will show that he did something wrong. But of course, if you don't believe that those documents were actually there, if you take the, you know, Donald Trump at his word that, you know, he didn't do anything wrong. Those were all declassified things. Okay. So be it. I think you're just being a little naive. I think something wrong happened. Two guys that are in government stuck their necks way, way, way out. Because if they had found nothing those guys are gone. You think so? Oh, yeah. My gosh, yes. Everybody, Democrats included, would have been like, we can't have that guy around. Can't have, can't have the Department of Justice going in so and they, raiding the former president's house when he didn't do anything wrong. They wouldn't go for the old excuse. Seemed like a good idea at the time. No, I don't think so. Not in this case. No, I do not think that. I think there would have been a universal cry To get those guys out. But that's not what happened here. It's only about half the universe right now. The FBI went and found what they were looking for. And an indictment, my friends, maybe not today.
3: Probably not this week. Robin has written in and says, hi, Chris and Rick. To Rick's question, I tend to trust President Trump over the current DOJ, FBI, given their track record. Since President Trump announced his run for the office, opposition has thrown everything they can at him to see what will stick. I think she means in 2015 when he announced.
2: have to because he he hasn't uh, hasn't announced yet. yet Not officially.
3: So far, basically nothing, in my opinion. It's to the point it's pathetic, really. I am hearing reports that the FBI took privileged client attorney information, executive privileged information during the raid on his home. Again, show us what you have and what it is that is so bad that it warrants all this theater. Do I want Trump to run for president again? No, way too much drama. Although, if he is the nominee, I will vote
2: for him. Have a great day.
4: That's
3: Robin.
2: Yeah, I think, I think Republicans are on board with that. If he's the nominee, if he's the Republican running, especially if it's Joe Biden, they're going to vote for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. But I don't know... I think that this is where the rubber meets the road. If we're talking about the next presidential election, if it's again Biden versus Trump, does Biden lose anything? Does Trump gain anything? And vice versa? No. I don't think, I don't think Donald Trump in his current state now is gaining any ground. I don't know that Joe Biden is really losing any votes if he runs against Donald Trump. There are, there are a lot of
3: anecdotal uh, examples that, uh, of people jumping off the Trump bandwagon. Uh, somebody that I know travels through Florida a lot, and they said that recently they've noticed that a lot of the Trump flags and Trump signs and stuff have come down. You know, and I thought, well, that's probably natural. Cause I've noticed a, some of that here. It's, it's now been a few years since he's been president. And uh, I'm, I'm guessing if, if he announces he's going to run for president, they'll be right back up. But he said that was a sign to him. Because last year they were still there.
2: The, uh, the anti-Joe Biden flags have not come down. <laughs> but the, uh, many of the Trump flags that I had seen before are not you know, flying well, again, like they were. Again, you uh, display your flag about who's in charge right now. That's right. All right. The damn near impossible question coming your way in just a minute. Hang on. KBY news time is 816.
0: Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News
2: Talk KBOI. 8.23, the damn near impossible question. Brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway, Silverhawk Realty. Did I do that right? You did. Right on. All right. Question, my man. Give it to us.
3: And this is for a $50 gift certificate for Brunchette on the lake in McCall in Brooklyn, New York. It is illegal to let your dog sleep in what part of
2: your home? The number to call, 208-336-3700.
3: I don't know whether he can be there if he's awake, but it's illegal to let him sleep there. Okay.
2: Okay. Richard, you're up first. Richard, thanks for calling us on KBOI this morning. How you doing, my man? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much for the call today. And we are testing to see how big your brain is.
8: All right, I believe the answer is in a bathtub.
3: It's illegal for the dog to sleep in the bathtub? The answer is, in Brooklyn, New York, it is illegal to let your dog sleep in the bathtub.
2: Well, why?
3: I don't know. Why? By the way, it's also, and I'm not sure why this is, it's also illegal to let your donkey sleep in the bathtub. Well... Yeah, there are some I, ass jokes I that are know, coming to, I to mind wh- right now that I'm not gonna do. I don't know why not it's not gonna do it. I don't know why it's illegal. I do know it's not usually, you know, uh, very hygienic
2: or a good idea. Because when somebody says, get your big ass out of the bathtub, I mean they probably were just talking about the donkey the whole time, right? Yeah, I that, said I wasn't gonna do it. That, Richard, that congratulations. Yeah. Let me put <laughs> you on hold for just a minute. We'll get your information and we'll send you out to McCall buddy. Hang on one second. For the rest of you we appreciate you participating and uh, putting up with my foul and not-so-very-funny humor. But, uh, you know, that's what we do with the, All right. the show. That's That right there is we're tuning back in on Wednesday when Mike Casper comes back, and you don't have to do <laughs> that with me anymore. All right, we'll take a break. We have news coming up for you at the bottom of the hour at 830. We will take your calls as well right after news at 208-336-3700. We have been talking about... Donald Trump today a little bit. Uh, we have some other things on our mind, such as inflation and why those prices keep going up, and who's to blame, and will we ever see gas prices dip below four bucks a gallon here in Idaho? We'll talk about that coming up. KBOI news time is eight twenty-six.
0: Download the six seventy KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now
1: back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper
2: and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. Thanks for hanging out with us Monday morning. Kind of nice outside right now. If I was going to go for a run or going to go for a walk, I would go now. Because <laughs> it's going to get warm later.
4: Oh, that's and true. it's going to get true. even
2: warmer the next couple of days. It's going to be like 103 Tuesday and Wednesday. But that's your advice to people. is Yeah. You know, go outside now, not later. That is correct. All right. I'm thinking about having to mow my yard because I didn't do it over the weekend. <laughs> And that's not going to be fun the next couple of days. I understand we have some email, Chris Walton. We do have
3: email. John has written in and says, regarding Hillary Clinton prosecution, last I checked, nobody has ever been prosecuted for stupidity. Too bad. It seems kind of funny that it's always the lawyers, politicians, who get caught obviously breaking the laws, and it's always the buddy lawyers that come to the rescue. If you ask me, someone needs to break up the government cabal and make it serve the people. Today, with the help of Facebook, Twitter, and the like, our government is a variation of the CCP. I think you mean CCCP, mm-hmm. and uh, Putin's hardline regime. I see CCCP was uh, in in the Cyrillic language is what the USSR correct was, um, or the not Cyrillic language in the, in the Russian language and in the Cyrillic
2: alphabet. Understood. And I knew what you were laying down there. Back uh, There was a hammer and sickle involved there somewhere. Mm-hmm. I got it. Back when there was a Soviet Union, uh, the uh,
3: Soviet athletes in, in the Olympics always had CCCP written across their right.
2: chest. Right. I remember the Russian hockey team very well. Mm-hmm. CCCP all over that. How many emails did you get, by the way? Uh, about 19. Okay. Jim. You, you got a ways to go then. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Jim says,
3: uh, not Trump related, but I have a question since we are in a period of drought. Why are they drawing lucky peak down instead of saving the water? We got lucky this year with the wet spring. We should be storing what we have. We need to use the water
2: to extend the farmer's growing season. Well, I don't understand it very well either. I'll tell you when I was a reporter in California drawn back, you know, it's been a while now, about 15 years since I was there. They were letting water out of lakes at an alarming rate, and they were already looking at drought at the time. And I kept saying the same thing. What are you doing? You need every bit of that water. The state needs every bit of that water. Why on God's green earth would you let it out, right out into the ocean? What are you doing? Never got a very good answer, but the roundabout answer that they would give you is, Well, if there was a weather, uh, you know, something freaky happened with the weather, it would spill over, and then we would have major flooding. And we have to keep it under a certain threshold, or we put ourselves in position to have flooding. I say, well, during drought, don't you think you ought to change that equation up (laughs) just a little bit? But also... I just want to remind you that we here in Ada County, Canyon County, we are not in a drought right now as far as the National Weather Service and those that make those types of decisions are concerned. We got ourselves out of it because, as you mentioned, that very wet uh, spring. So that's nice. I still don't have any good answers for you, though. I think, you know, the farmer out there would say, Yeah, quit letting my water out. (laughs) The agriculture out there is like, yeah, we could use every bit of it.
3: Another uh, instant message, this one from Dave. Dave says, I think we are going to see President Trump is going to expose his accusers as being the ones responsible for wrongdoing. He has been doing that very thing since he began to run and never stopped. So what's the news here? Uh, he hasn't really said much of anything about it yet. I mean, he's he has said a few things, you know, calling it a witch hunt and, and that sort of thing. But he hasn't had any interviews. He hasn't hasn't yet sat down for an interview since uh, it happened. He has written some things
2: on Truth Social, but that's about it. Let me get to that. President Donald Trump over the weekend made a demand. I'm reading from Business Insider, by the way. He made a demand for documents taken by the FBI to be returned to him via the truth social post rather than uh, his lawyers. Former president made the demand on Sunday. It seemed worded as if Trump expected it to have some type of legal force writing. Oh, great. It has just been learned that the FBI is now famous raid on Mar-a-Lago took boxes of privileged attorney client material and also executive privilege material which they knowingly should have not taken, should not have taken, excuse me, but copy of this truth. I respectfully request that these documents be immediately returned to the location from which they were taken. He did add a thank you at the end, which I thought was you know courteous and <laughs> nice, you know,
3: let's see. Pete writes in a uh, oh, different subject says, what is with saying sandwich instead of sandwich? It's not as cute as they think it is. I think he's talking about you and Casper because you both say sandwich. but mm-hmm. well, uh, That's
2: what it says on the website.
3: Is, it, is that right? It actually says sandwich?
2: A skinny sandwich. Yeah,
4: okay.
3: So it's the official policy
2: that they do, in fact, serve sandwiches. I don't know if you've had such a sandwich, but a sandwich or a sandwich, mm-hmm. if you like, pretty tasty. I, I would say it this way. You can get a good lunch there. Correct.
3: Jake wrote in to say, take the time to read Margot Cleveland's article about the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Where is that at? I do not know. It's Margot, M-A-R-G-O-T, and then Cleveland, same as uh, the city, uh, on Mar-a-Lago. It is well-researched and points out the differences in the government archives' handling of President Obama's records, Hillary Clinton's records, and President Trump's records after they left office. Also, there are some direct anti-Trump quotes by the archivist who initially contacted the Department of Justice about Trump and his
2: records. Okay. Um, I, man, I am so out of my norm in trying to even guess how all that works. mean that there are very honestly some things about our government that i understand just fine and other things that i i don't know where the law is i don't know how to i don't know anything about it Mm -hmm. and this is one of those deals former presidents are allowed to have some documents but they can't be classified they can't be top secret and any document that is in your possession that is not in a uh, secured facility mm-hmm. is not lawful. And as I understand the law, and again, this is, I'm stretching here. If you do have those records, either because you knew you had them, or even if you didn't, you're still in trouble for it. And therein lies part of my problem. well, I personally don't think that the president ever packed his own boxes. I don't think he knew exactly what was in any of those boxes. So I'm not buying the excuse somebody had to have planted that material. I'm not buying that because you don't know what's in the boxes. You didn't Mm -hmm. pack the thing. Yeah, we haven't actually technically seen what's in the box and number two you can't tell me you declassified all that information when again you don't know what's in well, those boxes for, for actual
3: declassification there has to be a paper trail and there Correct. isn't there isn't one so uh, if if he thought that he could declassify it just by saying this is declassified that's one thing uh, if somebody just forgot to do the paperwork that's one thing
2: i'm not going to be is naive, and I, I said this last week as well, Chris. I'm not naive enough to think that politics doesn't have something to do with this. I think knowing Washington, knowing that the FBI has in its past gone after some folks, planted some information, I think we'd be naive to say, in the history of the FBI, none of that has ever happened.
3: Back during the 40 or some odd years when uh, J. Edgar Hoover was in charge. That's that's what we brought up as well. That's almost
2: all they did. That's that's what they did. (laughs) That was the FBI in a nutshell. We're going to get our guy come hell
3: or high water, and here's how we do it. If he didn't like somebody or the way they were operating, the FBI was, uh,
2: you know... They were very interested in doing it their way. Into all of the guy's stuff. I'm not saying the FBI has never done it or that they wouldn't do it again. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we would be naive to mm. think that none of this has to do with politics. But on on the flip side of this, Donald Trump sure makes it easy sometimes for people to go after him. And this is one of those reasons he didn't know it was in the boxes. I don't think. I mean, I have a hard time proving anything. That's yeah. not what I do. I just, you know, I'm a well, To be fair there, it's not
3: like he doesn't enjoy conflict because he clearly does.
2: Right. We'll take your calls today, 208-336-3700. Love to know what you think about this. I think an indictment's coming. I don't think it'll be that long before we hear about it. Maybe not this week, but I don't think it's that far off. 208 336 3700 529 kboi KBOI News Time is 848.
0: Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk
2: KBOI.
0: 855,
2: let's jump to the phone here real quick. Steve's been waiting. How you doing, Steve? Thanks for calling us this morning on KBOI.
10: You bet. You know, this this thing with uh, Trump and them going after the papers, it's nothing more than uh, grandstanding and trying to get the seriousness of the charge so that they can uh, prevent Trump from running. And they will try everything they can. They will hold the trial in Washington, D.C., where 95 percent of the people are Democrats, according to the logistics. Uh, And so that's they're just trying to prevent him from running because they fear the man. Because he 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 knows a lot. He's been involved in politics. I know he's only run for one public office, but he's funded a lot of people over the decades that he's been a businessman. And so, all they're trying to do is prevent him from running again. Because I think they fear the people, and he to me he represents the people. I I didn't I didn't think that when he ran for office. I just thought he was a rich New Yorker that moved to Florida to avoid tax. <laughs> But you know what? He's a smart guy. He's very street smart and he's very business heavy. And uh he, he hires good lawyers. So they haven't been able to get him, but this is their, their last hurrah as far as I'm concerned.
2: I think uh, I think he, he has, has hired some good lawyers. I'm I'm not so sure about that Giuliani guy.
10: Well, you know, he was a mayor or a governor. Well he was a mayor, what yeah, he was a mayor. He was so, the know, mayor, the New York expertise. mayor, you know? Yeah. Well, New York's different than Boise. I'll
2: say that. For sure. Hey, Steve, thanks very much for the call, buddy. We appreciate it. You bet. You take care. All right. Your calls are welcome, 208-336-3700, 1-800-529-KBOI. You can hit us up at uh, pound 670 if you got Verizon Wireless. We'll take your call right there. And we've got some giveaways that we better get done in the next hour, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to give away tickets to see i believe fits and the tantrums okay your chance to win coming up here when we get into the nine o'clock hour i like i like their music if i say i'm not familiar with it don't be shocked it's, okay. it's just that you know it's I'm not like finish. they've had a lot of hits <laughs> okay well we'll talk <laughs> i all just about like that. their music kdoi news time is eight fifty eight to the award-winning in radio division c entertainment programming
1: best talk show and in first place KBOI, Casper and Chris. Mike Casper, Chris Walton, Nathaniel Stone. Casper and Chris on News Talk
2: KBOI. 906, thanks for joining us on News Talk KBOI today. Congratulations on your award, Chris Walton. Thank you. And And, and, uh, welcome back from vacation uh, as well. And you as well. I mean, apart from the vacation thing. Yeah. We're taking your calls, 208 336-3700, 336-3700, 529 kboi Simply put, we're talking about the former president again today. We talked about him last week quite a bit, Chris, as you can imagine. That was the big story. We were all very, very anxious to hear on Friday what the documents were that he was accused of having. And now that we kind of have a better idea what that is... Some of the former president's support has disappeared. Some, though, are not backing off at all. In fact, they're doubling down. So we're anxious to hear what you have to say about it today. John is in Baker City and calling today. John, thank you for calling 670 KBOI. How are you? Good morning. Good morning.
7: Um, my point was to the last caller who claimed that Trump was so smart. (laughs) Well, if Trump was so smart, why did he have four bankruptcies?
2: Maybe that's how he got smart. (laughs) I also think that is a, that is a tactic, by the way, that is a business tactic. When you see that things aren't working out and you're ready to jump ship, you go bankruptcy is the way you do it. So... It does sound like it's a cop-out, but it is also a tactic in the business world. It's also a sign of his intelligence. It could be. could be. I mean,
7: yes, I, think, I think it is. I
2: mean, he, I mean, have you ever seen any American president do the things he does? That is exactly why some people like him, by the way. I, you see it yeah. as a fault. Other people see it differently.
7: Well, I guess this November we're going to find out where this country stands because I yeah. think that almost all, all Trump and all his supporters are bucking up the wrong tree.
3: Uh, they're wrong. I l- think they're absolutely wrong. Listening to various news stations, as I do across the board, uh, the Democrats think that uh, they are going to sweep. In fact, they're calling it uh, they're calling it Roe v. Wave. Get it? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, th- they think they're going to sweep because of that, that most women will be on, on their side in this particular election. And on the other hand, uh, Republicans uh, are saying, just you wait, we're going to get everything back, and we're going to do it
2: this fall. John, I think I lost you there.
4: Yeah, break, but we want to thank you very up. much for calling but in yeah,
0: for
3: Baker have City to, today. I, I don't think we're going to know anything until the actual uh, until actually election day or that night or the next day or
2: well that's as usually it, how been, it works
3: as it has been in recent
2: years, a couple of weeks later. I think uh I think Liz Cheney's gonna get uh primaried out though. Oh that's totally what it I... looks like it's tomorrow, I believe. Yeah. Tomorrow we we will have some answers to that or Wednesday morning. Um but I'm pretty sure Liz Cheney's not going to be uh disappearing. Well, I don't think she'll disappear, but I don't think she will continue to have her uh, role in Washington as it is now. I think that Liz Cheney has some appeal to some Republicans, not all Republicans. All right. If you are a Trump supporter, you don't like Liz Cheney. But if it weren't for that, you wouldn't have any problem with her. Because she's as conservative as they get. She just chose the wrong guy to mess with, as far as many people are concerned. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at her record, uh, that's a pretty conservative woman. And as a woman in Congress, she's been pretty strong. And there's something to be said about a strong female in the Republican Party. She is one of them. And she has the right last name. <laughs> Cheney, as, yeah. That's been a, a pretty good name to run on in Wyoming for a good long time. Mm-hmm. That isn't the case this time around. But I think that Liz Cheney, if she chose to run for something else outside of Wyoming, I mean, I'm not saying she's a carpetbagger. I'm saying yeah. you could see her as a presidential candidate if she wanted to. There are some that would not vote for Liz Cheney in the Republican Party, and that's hard to overcome. But that doesn't mean she wouldn't make a good vice presidential candidate for someone.
3: Instant message here from Concerned Citizen, uh, again, off the current topic, but on one that we talked about earlier. Uh, Concerned Citizen says, I believe harvest would be a good word to describe a donor. We were talking about. Um, A harvest, yeah. Ann Hash in particular, who just died and had left her body to... uh, She was a donor. Yeah. And I understand that there were several things that she was able to donate. But Concerned Citizen goes on. It's not for everybody. Sometimes dying is just dying. I don't know why people are so afraid to die. There is an ending to every story. Death is the end of ours. I don't necessarily think... I've always thought that was kind of a misnomer when you said that people are afraid to die. I think people don't want to die because for the most part, people would like to stick around, you know, and it's like the people who, uh, the people who commit suicide, it's because things aren't going well and they hate it here. And so they just want to leave. Okay. So they do, but most people, eh, just, they want to see what's going to happen next, or they want to keep doing things. They just don't want to die. Mm -hmm. But as far as uh, actual fear of dying, I think they, uh, they're in fear of being badly hurt. Sure. But if if it's, if it's if it's your time to go, I think most people would just say, well, I'd like to delay it if I could, but I suppose, you know, when it's my time, I'll go.
2: I suppose that's as good a way as I need to look at it. But that's just me.
3: Uh, Terry says, swamp, 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 survival.
2: Swamp, 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 Plant, swamp, 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 swamp. Planted docks, Rick. Possibly. I know that that is... Uh... I'm wondering why look, they, that, it's if a they, if possibility I'm they, not saying it didn't happen. If they did plant them, why did they plant like 41 boxes of them? I mean, you know, a couple would have would have done it, right? Well, I don't uh I, I don't claim to know exactly what happened yet. So I'm saying that it seems like overkill. Look, I I just I personally don't believe everything that Donald Trump says. And therefore, when he says, oh, I didn't do anything wrong, that evidence had to have been planted. You think the opposite. I tend to think he's not telling the truth. That's just me, and I'm not saying you have to feel that way. That's my opinion and mine alone.
3: Corey says the plan to frame President Trump by the politicized FBI has backfired, as usual. Support for President Trump to run in 2024 is increasing daily due to the never-ending
2: witch hunt. Russia, Russia, Russia was no different. I don't think it's getting stronger by the day. I think that there was a really big wave there right after the raid and that after the uh, knowledge of what was being kept, I think some of that is dying off. And look, I'm not saying that's among Trump supporters. I'm saying that's among the folks in Washington that you would normally see backing him all the way, hundred percent, all the time. Yeah, no are, problem there. There are, of course, a
3: number of uh, senators and uh, congressmen who simply haven't made any
2: comment about it whatsoever. Yeah, I'm. I'm anxious to hear what our senators have to say. We haven't heard anything from uh, from our guys yet. Terry wrote in and just it says is Rick. And that's all it
3: says. But it's in at the top. He put a title "libtard," so I think that's what he, he wants. To know. <laughs> that's the old um, "all right" Rush Limbaugh word for uh, liberals.
2: Well, I'm I am a registered Republican. I don't mind telling you, since I'm sitting in the talk show host seat, I'll I'll tell you that uh, I have voted that way. I have also not voted that way, but I have a very <laughs> I'll tell you what, I know we need to take a break here in a second. When it comes to voting for president, I have my own little way that I go about voting. Mm -hmm. It's just how I do it. I'll share it with you if you want to hear it. I have not always voted Republican, but I'm far from always voting for Democrats, so Tell you what, we'll take a break. We'll come back and I'll I'll roll you through that, and then you can make fun of me all you want after that. <laughs> KBOI news time is nine fifteen.
0: It's six seventy KBOI on Alexa. First, say Alexa, enable the six seventy KBOI skill. Then, when you want to listen, say Alexa, open six seventy KBOI.
1: Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris
2: live and local on News Talk KBOI. It is nine twenty. Rick Worthington in for Mike Casper today, along with Chris Walton. We have been talking about uh, former President Trump uh, and the allegations that have been made against him, the documents that have been seized from his home, and I, I was just talking about in terms of how I vote for president is usually a little different than how I usually vote for other offices. Okay. So... I think that when you're, you're voting for president, you need to take the best person and put that person in office. I don't really look at that man or woman in terms of it's a Republican or a Democrat or an Independent. That's the one office. I want the person that has the most integrity, the best person, who's the best person that I can put well, at that desk? It, it, there's something to that because the
3: uh, that individual, the president of the United States, is to the rest of the world, the face of the United
2: States. Correct. But more than that, the last person I want to put behind that desk is the wild card person, the person that's going off the rails all the time. And Donald Trump is a diva. And that's why I have a hard time supporting him. Look, I really like some of his policies. A lot of his policies. I like him a lot. I just don't like the drama that goes with it. I don't want to bring the circus tent to the White House again. Dang it. (laughs) Corey
3: writes in and says, Hillary not indicted. Trump better not be indicted.
2: I think he will be. I'm not rooting for it, by the way. I'm just saying, based on what I've seen, and I'm just making an analysis of what I've seen so far, there is no way that the FBI raids the House. There is no way that the Attorney General signs off on it. There is no way the FBI Director and the Attorney General stick their neck out that far to get everything they went in for and not follow it up to the end. There, there's an indictment coming. I think you need to get ready for it. I think it's happening.
3: Terry says too much muddled swamp water to really know, but then he also
2: included Rick libtard. Yeah. Well, it's okay. All right. Look, I I know that my politics doesn't appeal to everybody, but I get to vote the same as you. I'm just telling you how I do it. Look, if we're voting for other offices, I like to vote with the party, especially when it comes down to Congress. Because Congress makes real decisions on on everybody has to get together. you got to have so many chairs that's how that's done. You got to do it by party. So if you don't vote with the party, you're really screwing the rest of them. That's how that works. But the guy in the Oval Office, I want the best person, and I don't care if it's Republican or Democrat. But again, I'm not sending the circus tent to the white house i'm not doing that fed
3: up writes in and says it stinks to high heaven the only way to know with certainty something is there is if they bring it with them you cannot know what is in a man's house especially a piece of paper there's also trying to compare jaywalking with murder they are both illegal but are they equal If he has some stupid document that is technically classified, but something stupid like uh, what Putin likes for lunch or something, they will use that to try to destroy President Trump. Yeah. Again, I think we're we're naive if we don't think politics has something to do with this. In the case of not knowing what is in a man's house,
2: they apparently had more than one person who informed them that these things were there. Sure. And that's not true. You do know what's in a man's house sometimes. Look. Look. I'll give you an example. Do you have insurance for your home? Sure you do. And if you're smart, you've inventoried things that are in your home. You've inventoried that I've got I've got this couch and I've got this bar and I've got, you know, we've got these cars that we usually have in the garage, we've got this shed that's on the side of the house and mm-hmm. you know, we you you take an inventory so that if something happens to your home, You know what you've got in there, and the insurance knows what they're covering. So, yeah, you do, in fact, know what's in a man's house. In terms of what's in these boxes, there have been plenty of inventories made about what's in those boxes. And that's why the FBI said we want these documents. And having not gotten them, then they had reason to go in and get them, I guess. Kent has written in says
3: that Rick guy apparently you mm-hmm. uh forgets the fake Russian collusion FBI fiasco.
2: Oh, I I am forgotten that.
3: Plenty of FBI operatives were involved in that plant of false documents and investigation. Rick is a never trumper and his opinion is blinded by his dislike for Trump. Trump is the most investigated public figure in the history of DC. He has skirted all previous allegations with plenty of people who also hate Trump coming up empty handed. They will again. I wouldn't call you a never Trumper. Well, that's okay. Just like you said, you, you like quite a,
2: you like quite a few things about the guy. There, there are lots of things I like about Donald Trump. I'll, I'll give you the things I like about him. Okay. Just so you don't think that i just have, you know, all kinds of spite here. That's not true. When President Trump went into office, he made a list of all the things I'm going to do while I'm in office. And he tried to do every single one of them. Respect. I like that. I like that about the man. I also know that all those things that he was doing, it was never about those things that he was doing. It was always about the other things that was just total drama. Look, I catch that, and people around the globe catch that as well. I, I went to Europe not long after Donald Trump was elected. and Not to live, by the way. Yeah, no, I just, on vacation. Right. was there for two weeks. I just want to clarify that. Every place we went, people were giving us a bad time about Donald Trump. It was a bad look, because there was so much drama there. What sorts of things were they saying? Good luck having Mexico
3: build the wall. Yeah, that that probably wasn't going to happen. I think he knew that wasn't going to happen.
2: Well, I mean, look, I wasn't worried about it. I wasn't worried about it. And I never once said, it's not my president. Never once. Not going to do that. He was my president. And I have a lot of respect for the man. I also understand if you put Donald Trump back in the Oval Office, you're going to have to take the sideshow that goes with it, and I don't want the sideshow. I would be as comfortable, if not more so, with someone else with the same policies in the Oval Office, because then you get stability, you get the programs, but you don't get the sideshow. I don't want the dang sideshow. <laughs> KBOI news time is nine twenty eight.
1: Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI.
2: Thank you for hanging out with us on News Talk KBOI. It's 935. Chris Walton's over there. I'm Rick Worthington. Good news. I'm only filling in today and tomorrow. And then Mike Casper will come back in and you get to hear all the things you want to hear normally. Now, what's the good news? I don't know that there's any good news on there. (laughs) Look, I I just want to be honest with you, okay? Okay. When I come in and do this show, I could choose to do it very differently. Mm -hmm. I could sit in this chair, and I could tell you exactly what you want to hear, which is nothing but conservative commentary the whole time I'm here. I could do that, but I I would be lying a lot, and I don't want to do that. I want to tell you how I feel, and then I want to give you an opportunity to tell me why I'm wrong. I'm going to respect you. I just ask that you respect me as well. I'm not going to lie to you about how I feel about certain things. And that includes how I feel about Donald Trump. I like the guy's policies. I hate the dude's sideshow. Get off social media, clown. You're driving me crazy. The day they took him off Twitter, best day of my life in the last 10 years. Is that right? I'm so sick of Twitter are, as a news there are, person there are, having to follow Twitter to know what the president thinks is crazy business. There
3: are plenty of people on Twitter who simply uh, copy what he said on uh, uh, Truth Social and then sure. and then they put it out and say, "Here's yeah. what Trump is, saying, what on Trump is saying on Truth Social." Yeah. So it, it's not. It's to me, it's not like he really left.
2: Look, I'm telling you. I think you have reason to believe the FBI isn't always on the level and might not be on the level here. I'm telling you, I agree that politics has to have some play in this because that's what happens. We're naive not to think that. At the same time, Donald Trump made it pretty easy for them to come and get him. And that's a problem. I don't want the sideshow. You know, I don't need that at the White House. I don't. Mm. That's me, Richard. Thanks for calling. Thank you very much for calling KBOY. Hi, Richard.
8: Yeah, yeah. I I'm kind of like you, uh, I think, Rick, because uh, I think I think there's a lot to this. But <clears throat> if memory serves me right, was it Merrick Garland who Obama and uh, Biden? was nominating for Supreme Court justice.
3: Just Obama, but yeah.
8: Yeah, I think they was. And and so I think Merritt Garland's got kind of a burr under his saddle, uh, because he didn't get that Supreme Court Justice job. Well he might so I think he might not really I I believe it's it's not only just politics, but you know, I'm I'm a sore loser, and I dang, I'm going to get even.
2: Richard, let me ask you this. That's my opinion. And, And that's great. I don't have any problem with anything you just said, Richard. Let me ask you this. Do you think the head of the FBI or the attorney general would stick their neck out this far and allow a raid of the former president's house if they weren't sure what was going on there?
8: I know they wouldn't. They would. On the other hand, I believe I do believe that Merrick Garland uh, stuck his neck way out there because of this animosity towards Trump. And I, like you, I thought Trump talked way too much. He he let him, He fed off at of what they was always saying.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And
8: and you know he did a great job. I would. I was hesitant to vote for him. Uh, to begin with, but after he was there and he, it was all about make America great and, you know, bring our jobs back home and, and let's do better here. I just, there's, I'd vote for him in a heartbeat. Well, that and resonates with a lot of people. Yeah. this resonates with a lot of people. This, uh, yeah. this, of people. this, this whole thing.
2: Ah, oh, Richard, I'm sorry. We lost you. I'm sorry about that. Not cutting you off. You just, you just blanked out on
3: us. Tom has written in, he says, Rick, you don't remember people sticking their necks out like Comey, Mueller, McCabe, etc. All the lying former FBI heads, two impeachments, nothing proved, Russian collusion, Trump Tower, illegality, or illegally wiretapped, all faked by the FBI and other swamp rats. Leave ESPN for a while and listen to your own
2: station. <laughs> try Try Bongino or Mark Levin. I'm not a real fan. I, I, I do like Mark Levin. He comes at it from a different uh, perspective. I'd like Bongino a little more if he just wasn't so full of Democrats are stupid, Democrats are lame, Democrats are liars, Democrats are, you know, there's a lot of name calling that I just... I, I could do without. Mm-hmm. That's me. Russ
3: in Eagle says, Rick and Chris, nothing happened to any of the FBI agents, including James Comey, when they illegally spied on the Trump campaign. What makes you think anything will happen to any of those involved in this if it is determined to be unfounded? This is D.C. politics, plain and simple. The Democrats will stop at nothing to prevent Trump from running again. hmm and then uh, Jeff has written in and says, Chris, this email is more directed to Rick. Uh, Rick mentioned the, or he was uh, pretty confident an indictment would be handed down against former President Trump, which very well may be. That remains to be seen. My issue with Rick's comment is how, since this whole process began, Rick has yet to also uh, bring up the fact that everything else Trump was accused of doing was later. Determined to be made up or at least enhanced truth wise to make Trump look bad, Rick seems to want to overlook the fbi 's past record regarding other political figures scandals and trump's sure Trump might be guilty, but uh, Rick needs to also acknowledge in that same comment that there is also a good chance this is just another stunt from some government agency to make trump look bad well i've been I've been trying to yeah we well, to have say that anything. yeah uh, I've been trying to, to to say exactly that. I know. Or, in fact, guilty. None of us are there or were there when the boxes were moved, and we definitely weren't there during the search warrant happenings. Now, he's got a point there. There's only so much we can we can know because it, it really depends on, on whom you do trust mm-hmm. uh, to tell you what's going on.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, who wrote that?
3: Uh, I've already
4: erased
2: it. I know. I, I lost you on that. Sorry about that. Whoever wrote that, you're right. I acknowledge the things you said there. I acknowledge that politics probably has something to do with this. I acknowledge that the FBI have not always been on the level. I acknowledge all of that. We could go back decades. As we have said during the Hoover FBI days, my God, that's how they did everything we'll get you, don't worry, we're the FBI, we know how to do this. You know The FBI has a long history of having done exactly what you're accusing them of doing. And I'm not naive enough to think that the FBI couldn't do it right now. I also believe there's a pretty good trail right now of what Trump had at his home. And he's made it pretty easy for the FBI to come and get him. That's what I'm saying. Uh, let's see, this is not signed, but it says,
3: hey, where do we instant message Rick? Let him know his bias, as well as yours, Chris, is showing there has been someone looking into Trump since he first announced, and they've found nothing, unlike Obama and Clinton, where they found and never prosecuted. Announced what? Remember, uh, since he first announced back in 2015 okay, that he was gotcha, running for gotcha, gotcha. president. Uh He's, where was I? Uh, unlike Obama and Clinton, where they found and never prosecuted. Remember Comey? Hillary had hundreds of classified papers, but no intent and no real prosecutor would prosecute. With Trump, prosecutors say, we'll do it, just find us something, and Trump can declassify anything. This is a witch hunt. It uh, might be. Well, and like I've said earlier, it, it, it is true that he is allowed to declassify whatever he wants to, but... Um, they don't have any paper trail at all that he did so. Man, you won't and, find and you, me. And you can't
2: just declare it. You won't ever, ever find me sticking up for Hillary Clinton. You won't do it. You won't find me doing that. Why she didn't get the book thrown at her had everything to do with politics. You know it, and so do I.
3: Idaho Boy says the FBI has been used since near its inception to go after political opponents of those in power. Our DOJ lies and is weaponized against the people who oppose those currently in power. See the abuse of constitutional rights of those from January 6th in jail and labeling parents mad at school boards as domestic terrorists. For example, they may claim something big and lie to get an indictment, but if it goes to court, they'll end up hanging themselves. DOJ and FBI
2: cannot be trusted. You know, I think Donald Trump has shown that he has more to hide. And just, look, I'll just, I'll pick one at random. How about income taxes? He didn't want to release his income taxes and everybody else does that. Does it mean he has something to hide? No, it does not. But as you and I both know, perception is reality. Mm -hmm. And so it is perceived he has something to hide. When he goes to court and takes the fifth, That is his choice to do so. But it is perceived as you're hiding something. Otherwise, you wouldn't take the fifth. Perception is reality. I'm not the only one that says that. I'm not the one that makes the rules on that. I'm just telling you, that's one of the reasons why people have gone after Trump. And also that he creates so much hostility towards people on the other side. Yeah, if somebody was, you know, barking at you so long that you just finally I've, I've had it. Yeah, you might feel the same way. Tom, thank you for calling from Napa. How are you today, Tom? Uh, just fine, thank you. Um,
3: my comment is for Rick, and of course it's for having these same discussions. I agree totally with regard to the fact that uh, uh don't like the drama involved with it all, but my question would be, what was the cause of the drama? Before he even took office, you had Democrats that were saying, we're going to impeach this guy. You had the
7: media supporting all of that in every aspect. Would not the tweets that came out be have been much, much different had that not been the case and that there had been a, a, a truthful reporting of all the things that were done and not not so much uh, uh, negative to, to make it that way? I think the tweets would have been much, much different.
2: Well, maybe. I mean, and Tom, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it today and I appreciate your support. Like I said, just trying to be honest, I would love to just not legislate or uh, you know, dictate by Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's go through the usual channels. Not all, not all of his tweets uh meant a
3: lot. I think it it quite a lot of it was just what he had on his mind that particular moment. Right. Uh and, you know, some of it probably was a mistake i mean because he he tweeted at one point that anybody who takes the fifth is a criminal uh i don't think he feels
2: that way now. i don't think he does last call for phone calls 208-336-3700 i got you on hold i'll be right to you kboi news time is nine forty eight. ben shapiro this afternoon at one now back to mike casper and chris walton
1: this is casper and chris live and local on news talk kboi
2: I understand we have some tickets to give away here in a minute to the fits and tantrums. Stand by for your chance to win. First, though, Tom, thanks for waiting patiently. It's your turn. How are you doing today, Tom? Good morning, guys. Good morning.
7: Hey, uh, I wanted to go and say you guys are starting to feel a little bit of wrath of the audience that you guys have been nurturing along. Uh, Earlier on, you said you liked Trump's programs that he established, I'm still waiting for my Trump care package to come through. And I wasn't overly impressed with his deficit reduction considering he doubled it before the pandemic came up. And uh, last along the line, I know that you're being realistic. Most of your callers are taking issue with that. It is really convenient that the former president was still on great terms with Vladimir Putin when he left office. And now all of a sudden he's got secrets to our nuclear. We he, he has secrets, and nobody will deny he took stuff out of the White House, and they asked for it back. And why in God's green earth did he keep it there, unless he thought he could make a buck on it? This has been the guy's mo. Make a buck whenever you can, maybe a few billion, and uh, I got a I got a little a little insight to you i'm looking forward to donald trump leaving the country before the first of october when this stuff starts coming down you can say i'm crazy but don't worry i'll be around to tell you i told you so okay you
3: All think right. you think he'll actually move out of the country
7: uh he'll be on a trip extended trip to some place like saudi arabia united oh man not helping if he has to go live in russia because as soon as he's worth nothing to Putin anymore, he better watch what he's t- eat, eating and drinking, mm. because Putin has a tendency that he ties up loose ends.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tom, thanks very much for listening. We appreciate it. You take
3: care. Or as, or as Putin would call them, alleged poisonings.
2: Come visit me, comrade. We will take good care of you here. Have a cocktail. <laughs>
3: angel or possibly on hell says hi i think by ccp they were referring to the chinese communist party okay that makes oh, sense okay Maybe. when somebody said ccp and putin i thought they meant cccp which was the soviet union i got gotcha. but yes this
2: makes more sense honest mistake
3: I, I don't always uh immediately understand abbreviations
2: we have some tickets to give away to the fits and tantrums which caller would you like to take chris six hey number six You'll win 208-336-3700 is the number you call right now. 208-336-3700. Is it a pair of tickets? It is a pair of tickets to fits and Tantrums. So get on the line and uh, do that. Maybe you'll win. Hey, look, uh, I appreciate all the calls today, and we have a whole lot of emails that we didn't get to, so we'll do that again tomorrow morning. You guys take care. We'll see you again on Tuesday.